Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. President Trump impeached. No one is above the law. His message to supporters. There is never a justification for violence. Did members of Congress help the attackers? That's Benedict Arnold territory. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. For the second time, the House of Representatives has voted to impeach President Trump. This time, 10 Republicans joined with Democrats a week after the attack mounted by his supporters at the U.S. Capitol. Now, as CBS's Nancy Cordes tells us, a Senate trial is next. Leader McConnell said, I have not made a final decision on how I will vote, and I intend to listen to the legal arguments when they are presented to the Senate. Those in favor say aye. Those arguments will likely sound a lot like what we heard in the House as members voted to impeach President Trump in the same chamber where they cowered in fear one week ago. There must be consequences for last week's treason and sedition. All the Democrats voted to impeach, plus 10 Republicans, like Washington State's Dan Newhouse. There was a domestic threat at the door of the Capitol, and he did nothing to stop it. Afterwards, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi spoke at the lectern that had been recovered after a rioter swiped it last week. The House demonstrated that no one is above the law, not even the president of the United States. The sole article of impeachment accuses the president of inciting an insurrection. Republican leader Kevin McCarthy agreed the president was to blame, but... Impeaching the president in such a short time frame would be a mistake. Others argued Mr. Trump didn't deserve the punishment. Is he a clear and present danger? And he clearly isn't. But they were outnumbered. And now the resolution goes to the Senate for a trial that could start late next week. CBS's Ben Tracy tells us it's not apparent what moves President Trump will make to prepare for a Senate trial. The president has no clear legal strategy or defense team. CBS News has learned his personal attorney, Jay Sekulow, and White House counsel, Pat Cipollone, who defended him during the last impeachment trial, will not do so again. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy reports we heard from Mr. Trump yesterday. The five-minute video taped in the Oval Office has the president condemning last week's riot. No true supporter of mine could ever endure political violence. Reading from prepared remarks, the president says he's been briefed on potential threats to the inauguration. There must be no violence, no law-breaking, and no vandalism of any kind. Mr. Trump did not address the impeachment vote in the video, which the White House released through its official Twitter and YouTube accounts. The impeachment vote took place with armed National Guard troops all over the Capitol and other parts of D.C., as we hear from CBS's Jeff Pegues. The nation's capital surrounded by seven-foot fencing. 
Its buildings boarded up and streets closed. Thousands of troops, some armed, guarding Capitol Hill. Security levels not seen here since the Civil War. Meanwhile, the FBI is investigating coordination among attackers. Videos from last week show people acting together to breach the Capitol and attack police. A memo obtained by CBS News says large caches of weapons have been recovered from suspects' homes, and more than 30 members of Congress are requesting an investigation after witnessing an extremely high number of outside groups in the complex on Tuesday, January 5th. Writing in a letter to authorities, these tours were so concerning that they were reported to the sergeant-at-arms on January 5th. The COVID-19 vaccination pace is picking up. The CDC says more than a million shots were administered yesterday, 10 million million have been vaccinated in the U.S. since it all started. CBS's David Begno is in Southern California. Thousands of people living in Orange County, California, lined up at the Disneyland vaccine super site yesterday. Newly eligible seniors could barely contain their excitement and their gratitude, too, like 65-year-old Lynn Murray. They did such a great job helping all these people get what we need right now. Get your QR code ready. But not everyone had a smooth experience. Overwhelming demand crashed the county's registration system. It is a similar story in states like Florida. I've been on websites, on the phone, experiencing the normal frustrations that many have expressed. 152 million Americans are now eligible for vaccination, but Operation Warp Speed estimates it will take until the end of March to acquire enough vaccines to immunize 100 million Americans. A Wisconsin state board has suspended the license of a pharmacist north of Milwaukee who's accused of allowing 500 doses of COVID vaccine to spoil last month because he thought it was unsafe. Stephen Brandenburg could also face criminal charges. Great Britain is vowing to have a COVID vaccination program that runs 24-7 as soon as possible. That aggressive hope comes as the nation struggles. Listen to this intensive care nurse who's seen too many patients die. Telling someone over the phone and all you can say is, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm really sorry, whilst they're crying their heart out, is quite traumatising. Or this doctor in an overflowing ICU. In my 20-year intensive care career, I've never had a whole ward of intensive care patients all with the same condition. Result, a new study finds nearly half of all medical staffers treating the sickest COVID patients are suffering some form of PTSD, and the pandemic isn't expected to peak here until sometime next month. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. One side effect in New York City last year when the pandemic hit was a push by some people to move out and rents tumbled. Now, as CBS's Lisa Mateo tells us. According to a report by appraiser Miller Samuel and brokerage Douglas Elliman Real Estate, the number of new leases in Manhattan jumped 94 percent from a year earlier to nearly 5,500. It's the biggest rise in more than eight years. They say perks like free months or no broker fees help the average rent fall 17 percent to $2,800. Prosecutors are charging former Michigan Governor Rick Snyder with willful neglect of duty in connection with the Flint water crisis. Other former officials are expected to appear in court today. The Girl Scouts are teaming up with Grubhub for cookie sales this year. The company says it's waiving commission fees for the Scouts. And a racing pigeon survived an 8,000-mile crossing of the Pacific Ocean from the U.S. to Australia, hitching a ride for some of it on a cargo ship. Trouble is, the creature is a quarantine risk, and officials plan to kill it.
We salute a former colleague who made business news a little easier for us all to digest. Correspondent Ray Brady's business reports aired on both radio and TV for almost 30 years, including 23 on the CBS Evening News. He focused on things that affect our everyday lives, avoiding jargon, and instead telling stories that meant something to the average viewer or listener, like why we were eating fewer hamburgers in 1985. The increase in the price of meat and in the size of the fast food check may have slowed up sales growth in recent years. And Americans have grown more weight and health conscious. Ray Brady was one of the first to really humanize business reporting. He died after a long illness. Ray Brady was 94. Peter King, CBS News. And there's news about another late colleague, Dave Barrett. His ashes will be among the cremains launched later on this month on a SpaceX rocket from the Kennedy Space Center. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free, starting May 1st with a 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.